Hello, it's me, Craig, again. I've decided to do another episode where it's uncut and unscripted. Once a week, I'm going to do these unscripted episodes. I think, at the minute, they're going to be going out on a Thursday. So today's Thursday, hello, hello Thursday, and I'm recording this on a Wednesday evening. So I think I'm going to do these every Thursday. Now, there's a very good reason for doing these every Thursday that I'm going to let you in on. I like to go to a pub quiz on a Wednesday evening, which means I have less time to do my podcast. And as I've mentioned on this podcast before, it takes a long time to do these episodes. It takes a long time to do the heavily scripted ones. It takes me maybe around two hours, two and a half hours sometimes. If I'm lucky and I get a script written really quickly, it can take me an hour and a half. But on average, it's taken me an hour and a half to two hours every single day. So... For any time where I can still do my daily podcast and you still enjoy it, I'm going to take that advantage, especially when I go when I want to go for a couple of pints and take part in the pub quiz. So I think I'm going to be doing it every Thursday. And I've called these episodes Quiz Nights. So this is Quiz Night 1. I've just come back from the pub quiz. And I, before I went to the pub quiz, I asked on Twitter and on Facebook for people to send me a couple of questions for me to answer. I've got three questions to answer. These have come from various different sources, a couple of them from Facebook and a couple of them from Twitter, and I'm going to answer them in this episode. And now, I do realise that it's actually, it's actually taken me a long time to even get to that premise so far in this episode already, but that's fine because one of these questions is going to take me maybe maybe five seconds to answer, so that's okay. So, question one is from Dan Davis, and he asked me, How often do you sneak dick drawings into paid work? (laughs) I don't really know how to answer that one. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that because I sound like Theresa May when I say I don't know how to answer it. There's a semi-unknown rule in design, and Dan Davis is obviously aware of this. When you're in the game, so if you're a designer or if you're around design, that every logo somewhere has a dick hidden inside it, and that's kind of a, a rule in logos. It's not an official rule or anything, it's not written into law, but I'm going to call it, I'm going to christen it here right now, I'm going to call it the Johnson Law. So there's, there's a theory, and I subscribe to this theory, that every single logo that's ever been produced has hidden in it somewhere a dick, a penis. Every single logo ever made has the male appendage hidden in it somewhere. And Dan is asking me whether I've ever hidden a... Uh, a penis inside a logo. sounds It sounds weird saying penis and dick over and over. Um, no, is the straight answer. I've never knowingly hidden one inside a logo. I may have accidentally hidden one inside a logo, but I wouldn't be at liberty to tell you which logos they were or where they've appeared or what the name of the company is that I've done the logo for. The honest answer is I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I do not know. Maybe I've hidden one in a logo unknowingly, and but I've never knowingly hidden one inside a logo. <laughs> that is the um, the most sensible way for me to answer that question. It's it's an interesting thing though. This whole thing about things being hidden inside logos, and not just about male appendages. That there's lots of kind of conspiracy people out there as well that look for hidden things inside logos and it 
you'll you'll find yourself going down a really deep rabbit hole on this kind of thing if you go on the internet if you go on the internet uh, yeah you know the the big the big internet thing you know <laughs> google whatever you want to call it if you go to google and if you google hidden meanings behind logos you're going to come up with all kinds of weird conspiracy theories there's people who think the old Windows logo has got Satanist symbol inside it. There's logos out there that people think have got 666 hidden inside it. There's people out there who believe the dollar bill, because it's got the all-seeing eye on the back, you know, the pyramid with the eye on top of it. They believe that's an Illuminati symbol. There is lots of people out there that read way too much into logos. I know they're reading too much into these logos because I can tell you from experience as a designer and somebody who makes logos for companies quite often that often these things aren't even thought about on a conscious level. You just don't even think about this kind of thing. You're trying to make them a nice logo that isn't going to be offensive to many people, that accurately represents the company. That's all you're thinking about. You're not thinking about hiding any weird evil symbols inside any logos well i'm not anyway um maybe there's some kind of secret design organization out there who hide hidden logos who who hide hidden evil messages inside logos i don't know anyway i think that's the most i can get out of dan's question about um hidden mail appendages inside logos the next question came from twitter actually uh, and the I've just lost Twitter. <laughs> I'm just desperately Kieran. That's that's it. Sorry, sorry, Kieran. I can't believe I forgot your name. Um, the second question is from Kieran on Twitter, and he asked me about. Well, I'll I'll read the question exactly out to you. He said, "You see, you seen the unveiling of the new Juve kit is referring to Juventus logo here. Um, have you seen the unveiling of the new Juventus FC kit? I think the word bland." thoughts. So Kieran's asking me what I think of the new Juventus kit and I've got the new Juventus kit right in front of me right now. Um, yeah. It's pretty it's, it's pretty bland. <laughs> uh, to say that the most prominent thing on the new Juventus kit is the Jeep logo is not very... yeah. To say that on there, the thing I see first is the Jeep logo. Maybe that's what Juventus intended with their new kit. Maybe they wanted the Jeep logo to feature more highly than their actual Juventus logo. If they did that, if they did want that, then they've achieved that. Other than that, it looks a bit like a tea towel and there's not really much else to say about it. You know, this is a really big shame about the Juventus kit, the new Juventus FC kit. If you didn't catch my episode a while back... Many episodes ago, I spoke to Ian Mead about the Juventus kit, and I did a couple of episodes as well where I was saying about the Juventus kit, the positives, and the Juventus kit, the negatives. I haven't got the numbers in front of me because I'm not that well prepared, to be perfectly honest. Um, But if you scroll back through my previous episodes, you'll see the ones where I spoke about the Juventus kit, um, the Juventus FC logo. The background to it is that about maybe two or three months ago, maybe a bit longer now, Juventus FC changed their logo. They changed their logo from a traditional shield, so a, a traditional football shield that every single football, every single football club out there have got. So they they've moved 
away from the kind of traditional football shield and they've gone towards kind of more of a, a fashion a fashion type logo to be perfectly honest it wouldn't look out of place next to something like the adidas logo or the nike logo basically it doesn't look like a football shield and i spoke about this quite a lot in my podcast and I, to be, to be honest, I actually like the logo. I think the Juventus logo is really nice. It's really nice and simple. And because I don't really follow football and I don't, to be honest, don't like football, I found it quite refreshing that somebody had had the balls to go out there and make a completely different logo that isn't like anything else. So I found it quite refreshing that somebody had gone out there and made a completely different logo. Lots of people, particularly people who follow football and particularly people who like uh, Juventus FC, didn't like the logo. They didn't think it was very good because it is is simple. It is a very simple design, much like if you look at something like the Apple logo, it's a very simple design, but its power is in its usage. And back then, I argued that Juventus FC were going for more of a clothing brand. They were looking to build a brand. Rather than looking to build a football club, they wanted everybody to be wearing Juventus FC logos. They wanted everybody to be wearing it across everything. They wanted DJs to be wearing Juventus FC logos. They wanted uh, pop singers to be wearing Juventus FC logos. They wanted... I thought they wanted to modernise the whole football thing. They wanted to get fans who weren't interested in football, but were interested in wearing a really cool logo. Now, looking at the football shirt that Juventus FC have just announced, that wouldn't appear to be the case. They've gone for quite a traditional football shirt, which is unfortunate because they'd made a really cool logo that wasn't like any other football logo out there, but they've made a really traditional, boring football shirt which is kind of a shame, really. I expected a little bit more of it, to be honest. It is bland, Kieran. It's bland. That's that's basically the only thing you can describe about it. They went out of their way to make a new, different logo that I really liked, and then they made a boring football shirt. That's basically it. And then the final question came from Sean, which he just posted <laughs> um, about 20 minutes ago, and he said, how much would... Would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Four. Four's the answer. So that's uh, that's it for my first ever quiz night episode. This is quiz night number one. I'm going to be doing these every week. They're going to be going out on a Thursday evening. So if you've got questions you want to ask me, I know my podcast is called AADA, which actually stands for Ask a Designer Anything, because my podcast used to be all about asking me questions, and it's not really about that anymore. So I thought I'd bring it back in this more informal kind of setting. If you've got questions you want to ask me, they can be about anything. When I put the tweet out earlier, I said, you can ask me anything as random as you want it, and I'll answer it. So if you've got any random questions you want to ask me, or appropriate questions, I prefer appropriate questions of to be perfectly honest, but if you've not got any appropriate questions, ask me anything and I'll answer it next week, next Thursday. This was episode 154, and if you want to find out the show notes and any links about this episode, uh, go over to askadesigneranything.com forward slash 154. I'm back tomorrow with another episode of AADA, and it's going to be more traditional, and it's going to be more of a scripted show, music, all that kind of stuff. So that's it for today and thanks so much for listening and I'll see you then.